This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to Best Beds for Pets. I'm your show host, Michelle Byrne. Okay, it's February, and you know what that means. It's Pet Dental Health Month. That's right. I can't say if you're a good pet parent, because we're all good pet parents, right? I hope. But if you're a diligent pet parent and tenacious, you brush your dog's teeth all the time. But I would say probably... I'm going to throw out this percentage from all my years doing Best Pets for Pets. Probably 90% of us are not that good with brushing our dog's teeth. So stay tuned. We have a great show today. We're going to talk about some other options that you could do if you are not a fan of brushing your dog's teeth as often as you should. We'll be right back. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to welcome Kat Smith. She is the Director of Brand and Growth and Marketing for Barkworthy's. Welcome, Kat. Thank you for having us. Hello, audience of Best Bets for Pets. Thanks, Michelle. I'm so happy to have you. Now, you know, February is Pet Dental Health Month. As someone once emailed me, no, it does not mean that we brush our dog's teeth only in February. I promise that was an email. But... It's just like as a reminder, you know, dogs' dental health is really important, right? 100%. And I think most people don't realize that something like 92% of diseases that a lot of canines get in their older age start in their mouth. So it's actually, you know, a proactive and preventative way of making sure that you're ensuring your dog's health early on and then throughout their life. Right. You know, as people... If we have good dental health or but it, sometimes we are better at it after we've had a few scares, but, you know, we floss every day, we brush our teeth a couple times a day, we use other things, mouth guards and this and that to take care of our teeth. Our pets really no different. And let me say, having cats and dogs, dogs are much easier to brush their teeth than cats. That is for sure. Let's talk about why it's important on a regular basis. You touched on it, um, but I want to go even further. What happens if you don't pay attention to your dog's dental health? Besides just, I mean, plaque builds up. I know you're not a vet, but you know a lot about this. So what's the progression of deterioration or things you could see before it's like, uh uh-oh, time for extraction? 
Yeah. So the American Vet Association says that by the age of three years old, most dogs will show some sign of periodontal deterioration due to tartar and plaque buildup. And this is the part where, I mean, even if you think of when kids are little with their little baby teeth and they eat a lot of sugar and you can see the plaque and the tartar build up and not only that, but it gives them like super gross breath, which, you know, I think dog breath is an enemy to all. That's one of those things where you can think of it the same way. So by the age of three, you really want to make sure that you've got some sort of dental routine in place. Because as I mentioned, like the number one thing is we all want our pets to live as long as possible, right? So to me, anything that I can do that's within my power to ensure my dog's happiness and health for as long as possible is number one. And the cool thing is, as much as toothbrushing is important, nature's toothbrush really is the stuff that when you think of like wolves and what have you, which all dogs DNA originates there, came from hunting or scavenging and chewing things like tendons and bones and even fur and those kinds of things that would clean their teeth naturally. So that was one of the things that I was really focused on when I first started with uh, Barkworthy's is learning the value of natural chews and why it's important beyond just like the happiness factor or beyond puppy teething, which so many people think, you know, puppy teething is a very limited amount of time. It's actually dogs need to chew their whole lives. So um, there's a whole bunch of different benefits in and around that. But truly, like, you want to make sure that you try and get your dog in for its first dental checkup by about the first year. So at a year old, February is always a great time. That's literally when I go to my vet with my dog. She just had her dental checkup because they offer a deal. So I'm, you know, a bargain hunter. Right. I remember asking a vet, I said, why is February, you know, pet dental health month? What's so great about February? And I don't know if it was maybe years ago, might have been many years ago, but I don't think February was picked for any other reason. Maybe Valentine's Day, heart health, you know, Mm -hmm. pet health, but it does. It definitely brings attention. But you're right. Often in February, there are a lot of um, specials that dentists will have for your dog. And, and it's, it's a process. I mean, you have to get blood work done because your dog needs to be put under. So you have to go through a few steps, you know, so for everyone that's not had their dog's uh, dental checkup yet, there's a few steps that more involved than, you know, just uh, human cleaning, but very important nonetheless. Let's also talk about, before we get into the great benefits of dental chews, let's talk about that, you know, and you should try to like train your dog, get your dog used to your finger in its mouth or a toothbrush in its mouth. Dogs can use those little rubber finger slips with nuts on it. And they can you. And then of course, there's a special doggy toothbrush. Never use human toothpaste. There's special doggy toothpaste. There's something with the fluoride or the mint or something that's toxic for your dog. But you still can't get everywhere with the toothbrush. I mean, the back molars, can you, I mean, unless, I don't know who has a dog, maybe like Caesar Milan or something, where the dog dog will just open its mouth and you can get way in the back and get everywhere, you know, to get every little thing. But that's why it's so important to have chews. 
Right. Yeah. And I mean, to that end, so there's wonderful doggy toothpaste out there that are peanut butter flavored, chicken flavored, all that kind of thing. So um, you're exactly right. Familiarizing your dog with having your fingers in the mouth. And really, that's a part of the overall thing, just like always making sure that your dogs let you touch their paws and all parts of their body, because you're able to kind of do some of those checks yourself. One of the main things with me and checking my dog's teeth is before I give her a chew or anything like that, when I give her her pills in the morning, I have a senior big dog. So when I give her her chews in the morning, I take advantage of the fact just to make sure like what I'm really checking for at this stage of her life is looseness. But I do do that yearly uh, dental checkup. And actually, like one of the real benefits of that, I had her blood work done before her last because they're putting her under she's not a dog that's happy to go to the vet anyway she's pretty she has to wear a muscle and what have you but while she was anesthetized they were able to check all kinds of things and they actually caught early kidney disease with my dog so that we've been able to treat that Um, again looking at the longevity of her life so for me it's kind of a a whole bunch of benefits with that. But in terms of needing to chew, I'm so grateful that I started working for this company because I had worked at um, an animal shelter. I had worked at Petco for many years and I thought I knew a lot about dogs. I did not know how important it is for them to chew um, because it's a muscle just like anything else. Their jaws um, feed the strength of their chest. When they chew, they get an oxytocin or serotonin burst, which is like the runner's high. So it gives them little bursts of happiness to get into a really good chew. And then there's that other real benefit with most hard chews, or in our case, bully sticks or collagen sticks or things like that. Those are cleaning the tartar and plaque off their teeth as they're chewing, not to mention the, the products themselves that are all natural. You know, they're in our case, grass-fed beef and um, they're single ingredient. So you can feel confident about the fact that like they're also getting really good protein and some other benefits that happen to be embedded into, um, you know, what nature provides us. So all kinds of good things about chewing in general and making sure that your dogs have access to that. The other thing that I would say that's really, I think, important that a lot of people don't know, which is that many dogs are returned to the shelter because they are destructive chewers or they get separation anxiety. And so, you know, in the pursuit of trying to help dogs stay in homes longer, because it's really annoying if you leave for the day and your dog, like, choose your thousand dollar couch. I think we can think it's cute when puppies chew shoes or whatever, but those kinds of things can be really harmful for a dog staying in a home. So recognizing the importance of chewing from the beginning of their life or from point of adoption is really cool because you can kind of set them up to be chewing the right things and not the wrong things from the start. That's a great point. And I was going to say, by the way, you shouldn't have a $1,000 couch if you have pets. But in these days and age, I think you have to go to 5000 Everything's so... Oh, there you go. Well, right? I'm again bargain <laughs> hunter right here, but... <laughs> well, I've just had furniture chewed. Furniture, windows, windowsills, and then, of course, the couch that... It's a big couch, so it was over 1000 but that's because it's so big. It's it's pet kind of couch. But, you know, a lot of people were, will take a dog to a shelter because of that. And it's just, it's one of those things where if only that's you knew the importance of chewing for them um, and kind of setting yourself up, you know, to kind of doggy proof or puppy proof your house if you're going to be gone. That's one of the things that I didn't even recognize until I started working at Barkworthy's. That's one of the the things that's so important is you're right, puppy proof, dog proof your house. Some people, you know, when their dogs are young, do great crate training and all that. But that's another show that we've <laughs> asked. There's so much we could talk about. And I wanted to make a point also because you said how you found out other things. Blood work is generally done by your vet because one, they want to make sure that when they put your dog under, that your dog has no underlying diseases that are going to affect the dog being put under. 
and know that the dog will be able to wake up out of anesthesia. So I did another type of show yesterday for Catitude and got some great information. Of course, it's cat related, but very similar for dogs. But you're right, doing the blood work, you get another bonus because you do find out if they're healthy enough and other information. So it's kind of like a perk. For sure. Let's talk about Barkworthy's. Now, your dental chews are a certain shape, but they should be in addition to brushing your dog's teeth. And how often would you say you should brush your dog's teeth? Well, my veterinarian will ask me to brush my dog's teeth every day. And I appreciate that advice. That's (laughs) not reality for me. So I try and brush Sookie's teeth once a week. And again, this is my senior. My mom has a a big lab that lives with me as well named Maddie. She's a lab great Pyrenees mix. And with her, we try and brush her more frequently because she eats a lot more treats and chews than Sookie, who's on a very restricted diet because of, I think I'd mentioned the kidney factor. But yeah, so Sookie, I try and do once a week. Maddie, we try and do a couple times a week. She's much more amenable to it than Sookie is as well. But like I said, I also do a little molar check with Sookie in the morning when I'm giving her her pills and then making sure that she does have a good dental chew throughout the day. So that's where I really like um, our all natural. They're called all natural, all star dental chews and they're loaded with good stuff. But the cool thing is, is they're star shaped. So almost picture like a churro with different grooves, but instead it's a star shape. And that kind of chew actually allows it to go in and clean the tartar and the plaque and the areas that are hard to reach. So unless I can floss Sookie, I'm not going to get to those spots. These chews are very effective for that. And they have some really good stuff in them like collagen that's really beneficial for skin and coat, joint mobility, dental health, et cetera. I appreciate that you're so honest about that because <laughs> you're right. Vets always say, oh, brush your dog's teeth daily, brush your, and for some of us, it's a process. It's not just, okay, let me brush their teeth like you're brushing your own teeth and it takes five minutes. It's a struggle. For me, yeah. with Mr. Zeus, who's now in doggy heaven, but for me, I would always try to brush and he would try to lick the toothpaste off the toothbrush. So imagine you're trying to brush the back and he's trying to lick off the side of it and move around. And I started him young, but it was still a challenge. But I took him for doggy uh, dentals. Let's see, he passed. He was just um, over 15. And I think up till he was 13 was his last, or 13 and a half was his last full cleaning. And he went every year. Yeah. 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 Same with Suki. I mean, the other thing that I I really loved about the last dental checkup that I did with Suki is that she was acting a little grumpy. Like she's a grumpy dog anyway, I will say, but, um, but she was exceptionally and seemed to not be with it. And one of the things they found is that she had four teeth that needed to be extracted. So she had a periodontal issue that I wasn't aware of, even though she went every year for dental checkup, except through, you know, during the pandemic. And so in that two year time where she went from being 12 to 13, they had a couple of teeth that needed to be removed. They did. And man, what a difference for her. I can only imagine like quality of life wise that, you know, it hurts if you have a bad tooth. And so I know that feeling myself. And so, you know, the the quality that seemed to bring back to her life has been really gratifying. So that's one of the other reasons that I'm really passionate about it is you're gaining things that will help your pet have a happier life. And especially as a senior, I want, that's the most important thing to me. Right. And is your dog, is uh, your senior dog smaller? No, she's a 50 pound German shepherd mix. Wow. If you can see my zoom background, you would be able to see her. (laughs) Yeah. I'm hidden in behind a recording booth. So I'm not even near, but (laughs) 
Yeah, she's a, she's a cute little shepherd cattle dog mix that was rescued on Mexico. And so she's she had a tough puppyhood, but you know, it's been nothing but goodness since then and and learning all these things along the way as far as like I said, I didn't even know that she, she would like chews. I just didn't even think about it. It wasn't something that was a part of my regimen. And then coming here and realizing, oh my gosh, she loves a bully stick. She loves a curly bully stick, which is really good for getting those back molars and kind of cleaning in between the teeth. There was just things that I was like, wow, if only I had known. Those are all really good things to give your dog. They provide mental stimulation, which frankly, I'm not always able to walk my dogs the full 45 minutes I should every day. And so being able to give them a really challenging chew that lasts about 15 minutes, that is the equivalent of taking them for a walk. So that's how much serotonin and how much mental exercise they're getting in that. And there's a couple of key things that you can tell when they're getting a really good chew, which is that they'll grasp the thing that they're doing. Garden Refugee Cat, we're going to take a fast break and then we're going to come back and talk about those things. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, Michelle Fern here. You know, when my cat's healthy, she's happy. And when my little diva Molly is happy, that makes me happy. But I'm not a mind reader. I don't always know when she's healthy. And so helping me along and just to know that my cat's healthy is just one reason I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter is made up of ultra-absorbent crystals that trap odor instantly. No more stinky cat bathroom smell. I love the fact that it weighs less. No more lugging heavy boxes. And it's dust-free. That's because Pretty Litter has a super light crystal base. And it also, since it's dust-free, it's less messy. And the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the trash can. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes color to help detect early signs of potential illness in my cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. This is so important because, you know, I talk about cats. I have four, but Molly, she's my little diva baby. And I can't tell when she's not feeling good. You know, cats are stoic creatures. She doesn't say, hey, mom, something's up. So how would I know? Another great benefit is that Pretty Litter ships free to my door in a small, lightweight bag. I never run out of it, and I don't have a huge container of litter taking up space and stinking up my place. Pretty Litter helps keep my cat healthy and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash petliferadio to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash petliferadio to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash petliferadio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking with Kat Smith, and she is the Director of Brand and Growth Marketing at Barkworthy's. And we're talking about not only does Barkworthy's have a fabulous chew for your dog, but it cleans their teeth, but it makes them happier. There's I didn't know this either. There's so many extra, you know, benefits. They'll keep it'll keep them from hopefully from eating your shoes, your couch, your furniture because they're chewing on a chew. And if they so what other things are 
additional benefits, Kat? So if you think about, again, just think about where dogs, you know, kind of ancestry lies, which is all the way back to wolf DNA, right? So when in the wild, they would kill prey or they would scavenge something, they're eating everything. They're eating the bones, they're eating the skin, they're eating the um, tendons, all those things. All those things had really positive benefit for giving them clean mouths. And so our natural chew, so you've referred to our all natural, all star dental chew, which is actually a chew that's made of real grass fed beef and a whole bunch of really good stuff that's loaded in it. And then we have our other single ingredient natural chews. So think of something like a bully stick or a collagen stick where they're actually a harder, more challenging chew. So a harder, more challenging chew, what happens is when a dog is really enjoying it, you can tell because they'll grasp it with their paws. They'll do what I like to call the paw clinch because they're just really into that. And if they're chewing for 15 minutes, if you have a challenging chew that gives them 15 minutes of good chewing time, that's the equivalent to taking them on a walk. Their oxytocin is bursting, their serotonin, so that runner's high is what's getting stimulated. Their body is getting the um, salivation happening, which will make them go and drink water, which is really good if you have a dog that doesn't love to hydrate. It's especially helpful in the summertime if you're trying to get your dog to drink more water because it's really important as well. And also that cleans their teeth, right? So they're chewing something and then they're going and drinking water, which helps continue that cycle of cleaning their teeth. So, you know, depending upon the kind of dog you have, and we have, you know, everybody has different kinds of dogs. It's finding the right chew that really gets them going. We have this thing called yak cheese and it's it's the hardest cheese in the world it's made from generational himalayan yak farmers and they cure it in the himalayan mountains it's just kind of cool in and of itself but it's like these cheese blocks that dogs absolutely love if they have if they're a power chewer so for instance my dog suki she's not a power chewer but my mom's dog is and so she loves the yak cheese suki's sweet spot is she loves the chicken wrapped collagen sticks she will chew on those for hours and hours then she'll go and hide them because they're very high value to her and then she'll break them back out and chew them again and again so i think it's just finding what your dog loves and making sure that you're providing that you know it becomes a part of their routine, which again, helps in the cleaning of their teeth. It helps supplement protein. There's all kinds of good stuff in them. So you're giving them what nature really intended in terms of um, if they were out in the wild harvesting or scavenging. How often should you give your dog Barkworthy Dental Chews? And also, should your dog, it might depend on the dog, but is it a good rule of thumb to be with your dog in case they like to, you know, chew on that last like lump and they they have a tendency to swallow things (laughs) that happened to me once it was kind of scary no no I'm so glad you asked yeah because that is really important it depends on the chew so again not all chews are created equally right the all-star all-natural dental chew that we've been talking about that's the um that's the star shape, that one is actually more like a treat, right? So they're going to finish it and probably I think Suki, again, medium dog, medium chewer, she finishes it in just under four minutes. My mom's dog finishes it under three. It's fully digestible. It's got all kinds of good stuff in it. And it's really more of a treat. It's a little bit softer. Whereas if you think through like a, a bully stick, right, which is a more challenging chew, but it has that stick shape. The rule of thumb with that is that the minute that the stick becomes smaller than the width of your dog snout, it's time to take it away. You don't want them to accidentally swallow one of those pieces of stick whole. The the intention is that you can, you know, put it in a bully stick holder or same with our collagen sticks, anything that's a 
about two centimeters to three centimeters thick will fit in most of the bully stick holders out there. West Paws has a really great one if you're shopping at your local independent pet store. But there's a whole bunch of varieties out there. That's a great point because in all my years, and this is 12 years of doing, or 13, almost 13 years of doing Best Bets for Pets, I've never heard that. That's a rare thing for me. So that that <laughs> rule of thumb, so anytime your dog is chewing any kind of stick, if it becomes smaller than the width of their mouth, which is generally what, three inches? Yeah, it depends on the size of the dog, right? So a Pyrenees, like my mom's dog, might have a much bigger snout than Sookie, which is more of a shepherd cattle dog. You know, I mean, it's pretty easy to see when you can see that the, the dog has chewed down to the point, and it doesn't matter whether it's a stick or it's yak cheese, or it's a bone, or any variety, like pick your protein, pick your body part that they're chewing on. You really, unless it's a a soft chew that's meant to be consumed fully, you really want to take it away when it gets smaller than the width of their mouth. Yes, you don't want your dog choking on anything. And a lot of stuff is not healthy if it's digested, like even a small like lump. Yeah, well, and I mean, the other thing is like Marrowbone is a great product that like for power chewers, for dogs that really want a challenging chew, Marrowbone is great. Same rule of thumb there. If you have a very aggressive power chewer, and I mean, I think we've all seen them. Sometimes we call them a buzzsaw chewer. I've certainly, I have a friend that has a pity that just, I mean, that dog is unbelievable as far as a chew, <laughs> chew superwoman. And when, with things like Marrowbone, et cetera, it's like never give that to her unsupervised. That's not something she would put in her crate before she left for the day, only because they can splinter and you don't want her eating the little savory pieces of Marrowbone as much as the dog might like them. It's not good for them. So, you know, with certain chews, you should really make sure you read the back of the packaging. This is where I, I caution people often you know, when you're buying them in your pet store and you see them and they're just kind of the single item and you're like, oh, this will be great. I'll get this to my dog this one time. Those are the things that you really want to make sure you watch your dog's habit because certain dogs are going to go crazy for them and try and eat it all at once. And you don't want that. So it's just kind of learning what your dog's chew, uh, chew habits are. And once you have a good grasp of it, then you can have confidence in terms of, you know, utilize your own discretion. But good rule of thumb, if it gets smaller than the dog's width of their snout, take it away. And use a bully stick holder, honestly, really for anything that can fit. Again, if it's two to three centimeters in ratio, stick it in something so you don't have to worry about that. That's such a great point. Is there a rule of thumb on how often you should give Barkworthy dental chews? I know you said they're like treats, especially the star ones. So are they safe enough to have daily? Oh, yeah, they could absolutely have it daily. It's a really nice, uh, it's not heavy in calories. And like I said, it's got all kinds of good stuff in there. So from collagen through to protein and things that kind of stimulate the gut in terms of um, a little bit of rosemary in there that helps offset breath that happens in the GI tract. So they could absolutely have, I mean, again, smaller your dog, probably maybe you cut it in half and give them half a day. But I would say that in general, most of our chews and treats, whether it be the all natural sticks, like a bully stick or a collagen stick or, you know, the all-star dental chew, those are a one a day kind of goodie. These are not meant to be um, like you would give them you know, a a tiny little treat of some sort, whether it be a baked treat or what have you. We we provide all natural stuff that's really good for their bodies, but it's also like kind of like doing keto. As much as you might want to do bacon every day, it's really not that good for you to eat bacon every day. So same thing with these. You want to kind of limit it from a calorie perspective. 
Kat, you talked about so many different types of chews that Barkworthy has, so many different types of dental chews. But now I like things when they're detailed. And I think everybody listening is probably like, wow, there's so many different kinds. So what are some of the different kinds of Barkworthy dental chews that people could try out? And also, once you you know have the basic list down, where can people find them? Sure, sure. So the great news about Barkworthy's is that we should be nationwide in your local independent pet store. So whether it's the mom and pops down the street or whether it's Petco, you can find a variety of Barkworthy's chews. The good news is, is almost every natural chew that we provide has a dental benefit to it because the intention is that they are a natural chew. The one that we've won the most accolades for of recent date, including Pet Business Journal's best new chew was the All-Star All-Natural Dental Chew. And again, that can be found at your local mom and pop's pet shop, or it could be, and if it's not, then let us know because we need to talk to them and make sure they're carrying Barkworthy's. But at Petco's, nationwide as well. So Barkworthy's is in pet specialty in general. And we really, really stress when it comes to great dental health, that a good solid chew that is going to last a while, right, which is not necessarily the all star all natural chew. that is a quick, yummy treat that's loaded with packed with good nutrition and good flavor. But also our collagen chews are fantastic. And I don't know, I think most people when they think collagen, they think, or at least I think of like the Real Housewives and like fillers and injections and stuff like that. (laughs) But our collagen line is very specific in the sense that it's 85% collagen and above. And we've wrapped them with chicken and beef and other proteins to really make them super palatable for the dogs. But they're very challenging chews. So they'll keep your dog chewing. Remember I mentioned that 15 minutes is almost like a walk. They get so many good like mental and physical stimulants from that. And collagen is just loaded with stuff that is so good for dogs, um, including it supports joint and mobility. So if you have a large dog or you have an older dog, you really want that joint and mobility support. It also supports bone health, which is great. It supports a good GI tract, which is good if you don't want messy poops or things like that. Uh, So just all kinds of good things that beyond just the chewing and the dental benefits, but dental is definitely a part of all of our natural chews. And any new products coming out that we could be on the lookout for? (laughs) Absolutely. Well, Global's right around the corner. So we'll be going to Global Pet Expo and we have a really exciting new line. I can't tell you what it is right now, but uh, stay tuned. One of the things that I'm most excited about is that we have some more treat natural chews that are coming. One of my favorites is called the, the Chicken Snack Stick. And so, you know, not all dogs love beef and beef as a protein. Certain people have dogs that beef is not good for them. So making sure we had an alternative protein that is as clean as our beef is, which is natural and grass fed and high quality. Same with our chicken snack sticks where they, any dog of any size would like them. They have a good chewing benefit, but they are still a high value treat. So they won't last at 15 minutes, but they might last like three minutes. And trust me, your dog will be begging for them. And they're really, really good for them. Well, we're going to be at Global too, so maybe I'll be able to get a soundbite and give our listeners a little heads up onto new things to look for in your pet shelf. Love that. Kat, I want to thank you so much for coming on Best Bets for Pets. This has been such a wonderful and such an informative show. Oh, thanks so much, Michelle. Really appreciate it. And like I said, we all want our pets to live the longest, happiest, healthiest lives possible. 
So thank you for putting a spotlight on how important dental is in that whole mix and how much chewing can help dogs. It's really important. So thank you. Well, and thanks to Barkworthy's for making these great products because otherwise we as pet parents would not be as good as keeping up with our pet's dental health as we can be. So uh, thanks so much and I will see you at Global. Thank you. I hope all of you enjoyed this episode of Best Bets for Pets for, um, with um, Kat Smith from Barkworthy's and our focus on Pet Dental Health Month. Uh, it's February and it's definitely always a focus because you should always be on top of your pet's dental health. I want to thank my guest, Pat Smith, for sharing such great information. The Barkworthy Dental Chews are amazing, and Nikki loves them, and he's kind of picky, so I'm excited, and it'll calm him down, which I'm even more excited about. I want to thank Mr. Nikki for being a great tester. Thanks to my uh, cat crew for not trying to steal his chews. They do. You wouldn't believe it, but they do. And uh, so thanks, Dennis and Charlotte, Molly and Jethro. Thanks, of course, to everyone listening to Best Bets for over 12 years. I appreciate it so much. Any questions, comments, Michelle at PetLifeRadio.com. And then, of course, huge thank you to my producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guests sound amazing. Now, remember, keep listening. You never know what we're going to have next on Best Bets for Pets. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.